production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 24th of April. Today, the Saints stay top, the Dolphins produce a record equaling fight back, and a Hollywood ending comes to Wales. But first, the first ever live golf event on Australian soil has been run and won, and delivered a first time winner for the tour. And here we go. Wobble in the middle of his championship Sunday round, but he displayed all the guts and temperament of a champion. He's a live golf winner for the very first time. American Taylor Gooch took out the tournament, securing a three-shot win that sees him take home an eye-watering winner's check for four million dollars US. Big money. Cam Smith was the best-placed Aussie finisher, tied for third, four shots back from Gooch, in a performance that still netted him a tidy $1 million check. But at an event that felt more like a music festival than a golf tournament, the man who delivered the moment of the event was American Chase Kepka. Chase Kepka, 12. The watering hole is posing. Chase Kepka. Oh! There it is! We promised you an ace on 12. And Chase Kepka has delivered! That's one of the great moments in Live Golf history. In the most exciting moment Adelaide has seen since Tony Modra used to take hangers for the Crows back in the mid-90s, Kepka produced a hole-in-one on the now infamous party hole 12th of the Grange Golf Course and was promptly doused in beer and beer cups as the fans lost their shh. Watch your language. Sorry. But seriously, the Adelaide tournament has left a mark on the golfing world, so much so that a second live golf event in Australia is being considered for 2024, with Cam Smith pushing for his home state of Queensland to host the event. But even if a second event doesn't get rubber stamped, Adelaide has left its mark. A word for Adelaide, for Australia. What a week it's been. Incredible. I can't wait to be back. It's been 68 years between premiership drinks for St Kilda, the longest active premiership drought in the AFL. And in the off-season, they made a big decision. So we go back to the future. Back to the future indeed. When it was announced that Ross Lyon would be returning as the head coach of the Saints for this season, there were some who questioned if it was wise to reappoint a coach who'd already had his chance to take the Saints to the Holy Land, only to fall short at the final hurdle. I don't like that idea. But those people would be wrong. St Kilda win. They beat the Blues. 22 points. After six rounds, St Kilda sit alone at the top of the AFL ladder. Last time they led the competition at this stage of the season was in 2009. And for those that don't remember, Ross Lyon was the coach back then too. And St Kilda would go on to finish the season top and make, but ultimately lose, the grand final. So you're telling me there's a chance. The Saints will have a short turnaround before taking on Port this Friday night at Marvel Stadium. And as Ross Lyon put it in his unique way in the post-match press conference, that's exactly where St Kilda want to be. Well, it's exciting to be on the Friday night stage going in, playing another high-level team of the competition, which they all are. So, yeah, it's no more... Look, I felt sick, I felt anxious, went had a dip in the bay. I think all our players felt like that. So, AFL football makes you feel all your senses, good and bad. So, um, yeah, it's, it'll be nice. It'll be stressful, but it's a good place to be. It's where we want to be. They weren't meant to be this good this early. They weren't meant to be able to keep winning games. The Dolphins come to Townsville. Fins up, baby. They're taking the points home. And they definitely weren't meant to be able to come back from an NRL record equaling 26-point deficit. Here's a 
that's exactly what the Dolphins did yesterday against the Gold Coast Titans. Trailing 26-0 in the first half, it looked as though the Dolphins had finally run out of puff. But supercoach Wayne Bennett must have given one hell of a half-time rev up to his charges because the Finns came out and kept the Titans scoreless in the second half to equal the greatest comeback in NRL history. What did you say at half-time? Not much. I can't remember now. What? Wayne, you've just inspired your team to one of the great comebacks the game has ever seen. A win that bumps you up to seventh on the NRL ladder and keeps this fairy tale first season run rolling. Surely you can remember what you said. Mate, if I thought it was important to tell you what I said after, I might tell you, but I don't think it's important, so it's not something I'm going to talk about. Well, there really is only one Wayne Bennett. If you ask most people what was Ryan Reynolds' greatest ever role, the easy choice would be Deadpool. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. The comic book superhero franchise was an absolute box office blockbuster. But it pales in comparison with the impact Reynolds and fellow Hollywood star Rob McElhenney have had as owners of Welsh football side, Wrexham FC. Champions! Wrexham are promoted! They have their storybook ending! You've just seen tens of thousands of dreams come true. Their football league exile is over. 15 long years. Yesterday, Wrexham FC completed their fairy tale return to the English Football League with a 3-1 win over Boreham Wood to claim the National League title with a game to spare. I, I don't, I'm not sure I can actually process what happened uh, tonight. I'm, I'm still a little speechless. I know that the one thing that's running through my head over and over again is people said at the beginning, why Wrexham? Why Wrexham? This is exactly why Wrexham happening right now is why. You've put so much into this project. How does it how does it feel when it finally feels like it's paying off? Well, I think we can hear how it feels to the town, and that's what's most important to us. I think this is a moment of catharsis for them and celebration and for us to be welcomed into their community and to be welcomed into this experience has been the honour of my life. Reynolds and McElhenney speaking after the win and the result, which sees the team now promoted to League Two, which sits three tiers below the Premier League. And that is your first one here to sport for today. Tomorrow, a special Anzac Day edition of the Scorecard, where I rank the top five national sporting teams from the Anzac Coalition of Australia and New Zealand. Maybe the Kangaroos, maybe the Socceroos, the Tall Blacks, the All Blacks, the Silver Ferns. Who will make the list? Make sure you tune in tomorrow to find out. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.